Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahirrabbilalamin. Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Rabbishrah li sadri wa yassir li amri rahlul uqdatan min lisani yafbahu qawli. Inshallah, uh, today's dars will talk about a few ayat, the beginning ayat of Surah Al-Ankabut. Um, and these ayat are a little bit connected to the talk that we had yesterday about believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you can think of it as if it's the next connection to believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because it's not only believing in Allah, it's connected to believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then act upon it as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Alif Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, do the do people think that they will be left alone because they say they believe and they will not be tested? SubhanAllah. This is, uh, 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 this is a very great reminder for all of us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reminding us that let's not think of this way that we will just say that we believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or we believe in Allah and His Messenger and believe in His book and all the aqaid of the iman that we have in the Day of Judgment and all those things. But we cannot think of it this way that we will just say that we do the lip service only. Rather, Allah Azza wa says that and they will not be tested. You think you will not be tested. And uh, the word, uh, the next ayah Allah says, and we indeed tested those who were before them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will certainly make it known that uh, who were the truthful ones and who are the kadibin or the liars. Now here the word which is used, and uh, we use this uh, even in Urdu language also sometimes, uh, the word fitna. So for the fatana, uh, fatana the word is used here is from the fitna. And uh, fitna, the, the, the root word which means actually to, is like when you have, uh, you have gold and you take the gold and put it into furnace. And when it heats up, all the impurities separates from the real gold, the pure gold. And this is how you do, you, uh, you purify the gold. In the very same term, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is used for purifying the people to figure out who's the, the liar and who's the truthful among them. And the way Allah Azza wa does is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala place us through different kinds of tests. Now, a lot of times people think of it whenever we talk about tests from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it will be only linked only to Islam and Kufr. Meaning we are uh, uh, we, uh, we are tested to either say la ilaha illallah not to say it. rather the test could be of many different kinds as Allah subhanahu wa taala says in another place it says also that in your wealth and in your children there's a fitna there's a test similarly other place Allah subhanahu wa taala says among your wives and among your children there's a fitna for you there's a test for you. So the test can be of many different kinds. The test could be uh, some, some sort of a hardship on a person sometime, and sometime an ease can be a test as well. So while you are going through an easy time or you're going through a difficult time, do we continue to follow the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or we start making compromises on the being of Allah? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who knows really what's in our hearts, that whether we really believe in Allah azza wa jalla or not, 
because we can we can assume that we can fool many people around us. We can fool probably ourselves. We cannot fool Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really knows when we are uh, really believing in something or not. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, or, or think those who do evil deeds that they can out us. Evil is that which they judge. And so some of, uh, so when we say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will test the believers does not mean the kuffar will not be tested. They will be tested as well. So we are tested. Uh, what will we do when we are tested by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Whoever hopes to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what means by that is we are hoping to get the hasana from Allah to, to, to enter into Jannah and to have the mercy of Allah Anyone who hopes this, that's the one he's hoping to be Allah Obviously, the one who is going to be punished by Allah he does not want to meet Allah So the one who hoped to meet Allah So what, what should he do? Allah is telling us that first of all, the, uh, Allah is saying that Allah's term surely come and he is all here and all, 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 all knower. Then Allah says, Here in this ayah, uh, you find the Mufassirin discuss this word jahada here. Uh, some of them uh, take it in the meaning of the jihad in the, in the path of Allah or striving on themselves as well, depending on whose tafsir you read. Because of this uh, this ayah, if it's taken as the Makki, so, uh, Makki ayah, the read in Makkah, of course, the, uh, the command of jihad was not there. That's why sometimes you see the differences. But either way, it can have both meanings. Allah says, and whosoever strives, he strives only for himself. So whoever is struggling to what Allah Azzawajal has commanded him to do, he's doing for himself. Let's not fool ourselves that we are benefiting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by any means. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not in our need. We are the one who need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So whatever good we do, Whatever haram we're trying to avoid, we are doing it for ourselves, for our own sake. And Allah says that, Those who believe in Allah subhanahu wa and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and do not give up their, their iman because of harm they receive from the, from the mushrikeen. And do not uh, do righteous deeds. And surely Allah subhanahu wa says, that then we will cover uh, that their sayyat, their sins, Allah will cover them with, uh, with, uh, with the good deeds. And Allah will reward them according to the best of what they, which they used to do. So what it means by that is, of course, there are mistakes that human beings can make. Let's not get, uh, let's not get become hopeless from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the message of hope. So, it's not the issue of once a person believes, now as uh, he becomes an angel and he will not be able to do any bad deed. He, uh, as a human being, we will continue to have this choice from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until we die. Until we die. We will always have the choice to do good or bad. This is why uh, there's an incident of uh, uh, Ahmed bin Hanbal, when he was on his deathbed and uh, he was falling unconscious and he was saying, Whenever he was falling unconscious, he was getting up and he was saying, not yet, not yet. And his son was on by his bed and he thought as if his father is uh, scared of dying or something. And he asked him, what, what's going on? So his father says, this is Ahmad bin Hanbal we are talking about. It's a great scholar of Islam. One of the four ayimma that we talk about all the time. 
And his response was that shaitan was coming in his dream. And he was saying, oh, Ahmed bin Hanbal, you got away from me. You got away from me. Because he was on his deathbed and all throughout his life he was doing good. And Ahmed bin Hanbal saying, not yet. Until this last breath I take, until then, you, I haven't got away from you. Because it could be the end time becomes so difficult on some of us that will become a great test for us. And this is why we have to prepare ourselves throughout our life. All the actions we undertake, we make sure that we are continuously keeping this taqwa mind frame in our, in our minds all the time. With the consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are accountable in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is why, inshallah, that is what will make us, the, the end of our times, easy on us. That we will not fail at that time, inshallah, and our, our ending will be at good. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about uh, something that Allah has talked about previously, but with a different angle. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that and we have enjoined again, Allah is reminding us, it's an obligation to be good to your parents. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, but if they drive you to do the shirk, then in that case, you do not obey them. In the case they are asking you to do commit a haram, you don't obey them. But besides that, you give them respect. Even if your parents are non-Muslim, you continue to give them respect. This is what Islam teaches us. But we will not follow in the haram that they ask us to do. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that the, the, uh, unto me is your return and I shall tell you what you used to do. And this ayah, as uh, uh, Ibn Kathir discusses that, uh, and he, he puts the hadith of, uh, from Imam Tirmidhi, says that it is revealed in the connection of Sa'ad bin Abi Waqqas, one of the greatest Sahaba of Rasulullah And when he became Muslim, his mother, Hamna bint Abi Sufyan. Okay, so she was, his mother was the daughter, the daughter of Abi Sufyan. And the, uh, but he was very beautiful for his son. And he, so she asked him, what is this religion that you have embraced? Because she did not become Muslim. And she, he said, by God, and he, she said in return, by God, I will not eat or drink until you revert to your original religion. And el or else I'll die. And you will then be disgraced for the rest of your life that you kill your mother. Okay. Now, when she said this, and she did not eat the food or drink for a whole day. And then Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas went to his mother and he said, Mother, if you had hundred souls, hundred souls, and they die one by one, I will not abandon my religion. So you can eat or refuse to eat as you please. And then when she despaired, became despaired of Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas, not going to listen to him. She has started eating and everything. So <laughs> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this ayah in the context of Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and for those who believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and do righteous deeds, is good, uh, do the good deeds, surely will make them enter in the paradise. Um, I'll, I'll talk about just one more ayah, inshallah, and I'll stop because it's important to have the whole context of it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, are some of you who say we believe in Allah, but if they are made to suffer for the sake of Allah, 
they consider the trial of mankind as Allah's punishment. And if victory comes from Europe, then they, these, these munafiqeen, these hypocrites, they will say, verily, we were with you to the, to, to the believers. And Allah subhanahu is not Allah best aware what is in the breast of the alameen, all the men in the, in the jinn. Allah subhanahu wa knows what's in our hearts. So when we do not follow Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we should be very careful because we have to really evaluate ourselves, what's going on with us. Do we still have the iman or we are getting into this category Allah subhanahu wa is talking about? Because Allah said, and Allah knows who believe and Allah knows who is a munafiq. So it's not just the lip service. Going back to the beginning of the, the surah, we have to be very careful that what we believe, we have to translate that into our actions. And it has a lot of time. Sometimes it is a family pressure comes in that will stop us, prevent us to not act according to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's command. Sometimes we, sometimes we think of the pressure comes from outside. That, oh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants me to, for example, uh, not to participate or uh, to do the actions dealing with the riba, for example, usury. But the family pressure is there. So people go and start buying houses or cars or businesses and thinking of Allah is Ghafur Rahim. No, Allah is the very same one who is Jabbar and Qahar also. Yes, Allah is Ghafur Rahim, but we have to, uh, we have to gain this mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have to do act according as Allah has commanded. Similarly, sometimes we know Allah has commanded us to work to establish this deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we make excuses sometimes because it looks difficult. It's tough. There are too many forces. They will work against us. Hence, we try to avoid and come up with different excuses. Or even sometimes we indulge into other good deeds Allah has commanded. We're still doing good. But look, the priority is the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we have to do as Allah has commanded. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the correct understanding of the deen and to apply in our, our lives and help us establish the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.